Level up, level up, never lose, shoulda had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Level up, level up, tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Never lose, shoulda had better luck. I'ma wake him up from a slumber. Money ain't nothing but a thing, and the level ain't nothing but a number. Life ain't nothing but a game. Level up, level up, never lose, shoulda had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Waking up, it that he gave me a chance, and I'm rolling the dice. I do it all. Living like I'm trying to go for the platinum trophy in life. Who can you call? Really nobody, so you should just follow me on your device. And know if she chilling with me, then it's bound to be chemical X and the sugar and spice. Game in the system, but game is the hobby. I'm probably cocky, but hot as wasabi. I mean, if it's beat, then you know where to find me. My speakers is ready, and so is my body. You should be running and telling your posse, and what's in the speakers, and what's in your potty. And she trying to kick it, but this ain't karate. Just keep that shit down while I'm watching Tsunami. I ain't saying I'm a super nerd, but I told you when we got involved, my idea of a perfect date is a PlayStation and some alcohol. I was role-playing on GTA. I'm a good guy, but I got it all. If the world should end, be the first to leave. But the last of us, acting naughty, dog. Level up, level up. Never lose, shoulda had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Level up, level up. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Never lose, shoulda had better luck. I'ma wake him up from a slumber. Money ain't nothing but a thing, and the level ain't nothing but a number. Life ain't nothing but a game. Level up, level up. Never lose, shoulda had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. What's going on, people? Fame Entertainment here from Level1Gamer.com. And congratulations, you guys are leveled up to 191. This is a double. This is the double XP podcast. You know, players mess up sometimes too. I don't mess up the intro very often, but when I do, I'm embarrassed and I find a way to talk through it because you I don't know what else to do. 
No, I didn't mess up the intro. What am oh. I saying? I don't I don't make mistakes. You know? You got I the don't number, make mistakes. Right? I was just piecing everybody. <laughs> but no, I, I, I just messed up on my whoa, what are you what are you doing, B? You good? Listen, you're like talking I can't about tonight. See my face. We're talking about Elden Ring and it possibly oh, being know. already game of the year twenty twenty two. Uh more news has come out about the Xbox acquisition blizzard, um potential buyout or takeover. Uh, that may or may not disturb some people. And also, whether or not gamers will begin to backtrack on the, I only spend $70 because I support the developers. Subscription services are bad. With that being said, let's get going with the introductions. The host of Cogs in the Machine, my right hand, was man, the floor hogger with the hardest of R's. What's up, everybody? I am excited to be here on another Wednesday with the boys and with the uh, the handsomest boy, Johnny. Uh, I, if you can, the Twitch follow the brain, swallow the follow the Twitch. Don't swallow the Twitch <laughs> at level one underscore gaming dot com. Uh, you'll find it. The chat should be crossed, but I don't know. And let me know how audio is as always. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Let's get into Elden Ring. Definitely don't swallow the twitch don't do that next up co-host of star cross gamers this man will be in your dms shortly or he'll be in your emails already he may knock on your front and back door if you allow him to he's trying to get a hold of you baby the communication director level one gamer.com baron j67 what's going on chief um I, i'm not gonna lie i'm a little butthurt my face isn't on screen but that's okay um oh it isn't that's yeah, weird. but it's all right because I don't I don't want to be seen because I'm a legend. Uh, legends don't ever be seen. Wait, that made no sense. Don't listen. To yeah. Me. Uh, <laughs> it might be Elden something on magazine. Hey, look, Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring. I'm gonna tell you now my hot take. Uh, Elden Ring is gonna be one of the top selling games with the least amount of hours played in it. And look at your back on screen. Look at that. <gasps> the church so knows it was me. Yes. They do. Hey, but no, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. But yeah, check your emails. As you guys know, we have to keep a quota up here. That's why Johnny Mann, co-host of Starcross wow. Gamers in the building, subbing in for Citizen Snips. Listen, I'm saying you guys right, guys right now, Johnny Mann is the one person in the world that can actually draw himself as an mm. avatar. I'm waiting for that Johnny Man NFT to drop so I can buy me like six of them. One yeah, of the funniest early. dudes you'll ever meet, my youngest brother at level1gamer.com. Editor, what's going on, Johnny? Hello, everybody, and welcome. Uh, as you heard, uh, the one white guy on this panel couldn't make yeah. it until they found the only other white guy here. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, I'll try to be just as funny. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, it's great to be back. I was here one time, and uh, that went well. And uh, somehow I crept into Baron's emails, and I swallowed Hugger's Twitch. And now here I am. Whoa! You know, I must have been like a fan favorite or something, because uh, I make a triumphant return. And you know what? Hopefully I can entertain you guys, because uh, I think I entertain these other folks pretty well. What is happening? Is Alex, are you here somewhere? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, he, he, he did the thing, guys. He did the thing. He did I, the thing. I wasn't thing. ready for it. I wasn't fucking ready. Oh. <laughs> you should always be ready around me. I, I mean, I don't even know how to like segue into gaming topics. Yeah, that, um, uh, yeah, but listen. Right. Yeah, listen. Before we get started, if you guys can do us a big favor per usual. If you guys hit that like button, it helps us out so much. Also, we didn't do a lot of promo for today's show today um, for reasons. So if you can, share the stream out. Let people know we are live. Uh, Hulse, I see you in the chat, man. I appreciate you. Uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Dallas will be here sometime soon. Something about not having toilet paper and he was stuck on the toilet. I'm not really sure what happened. But we're going to go with the first topic today, which is Elden Ring, right? A game that people, not including myself, are super ex excited for because I only play, the only Souls game-like game I play is Remnant. That's it. Nothing else is really for me. 
Remnant is where where I like to be, right? But Elden Ring is set to release this Friday, and the embargo lifted um, today, this morning. And the consensus in the gaming community is that this game is just about perfect. Um, if you're into review scores, uh, it is currently sitting at a 98 on Metacritic and a 96 on Open Critic, making it one of the highest rated games on Open Critic. Highest rated game the, of all time. And yeah, the highest highest rated game of all time. Uh, people are already saying they're getting ready to drop Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, the only game that can compete with this game, a game of the year now, is Breath of the Wild Two, if it even releases this year. But I want to go around the the um, the panel here, and I'm gonna start with Baron because I know you are someone who was super excited for Elden Ring. Uh, you put mad hours into the the beta, I believe that that yeah, that, that they was had, so, like a server test beta thing. Your your thoughts about Elden Ring and it currently sitting at a at a at a, a ninety eight? I um one because of the the media hype behind it and the uh, marketing behind it, I believe this is going to be a game that get everybody into the Soul series. I think you're gonna I think you're gonna get a large like wave of people like from Soft if they came out with some type of bundle right now, it'd be a genius time to do it. Um, and I'd probably rebuy it because I'm a weirdo. But the thing about this game, though, it is still a Soulsborne game. I I did put in a lot of hours into the server test. It was like over the course of a weekend, and I even streamed it. It's up actually on the if you're watching on YouTube, it's on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash lv1 gaming, uh, twenty. It is there, but. It's a Souls game, and what's going to happen is you're going to have a lot of people buying this game that think it's not a Souls game. So they're going to get in there, and they're going to get mollywopped and curb stomped by a bunch of regular characters, regular enemies. Or as soon as you walk out of the first, uh, like, the intro level, there's a dude, a big golden knight on this big-ass golden horse who's going to curb stomp you. Now the best adv- like he's right out he's right outside. Um like he he's and it, it, you don't have to fight him, but he's out there waiting on you. Um and that was one thing that was cool too about the world. It was open. There was a bunch of people there were you don't have to do any specific thing in any specific order from at least from my experience. But it is a Souls game, and I can't say that enough because this game is going to sell like hotcakes with the review. Think about the last perfect game we got. Tens. What was it? Um, was it Breath of the Wild or was it um, before that uh, The Witcher? Breath, uh, Breath of the Wild came out um, post Witcher 3, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but th- But think about that. Breath of the Wild, Witcher 3, like, it's not, you don't get that many games, but then the games sell like hotcakes once you get those type of scores, and it's it's strange to me to see such a niche game get such a, and then how many people didn't finish it, which is fine, like, because they got the, most people are saying they got a week with the game, mm-hmm. like, I mean, since the embargo's already up, we didn't get our review copy, <laughs> like, so... Like, if we get it within the next few days, which is possible, there's no way we can get the game done. People are saying 70 hours in, not completed. Like, shout out to Miles. Um, Like, it's crazy. I read, like, three or four reviews, and only... I don't think any of the ones I read, they rolled credits. That was a controversy today um, Mm -hmm. on Twitter, whether or not it's okay for journalists to review games without rolling credits and there is a fight amongst you know the spaces and it's really it's almost like it's it's youtube content creators versus journalists on whether or not you believe you need to roll credits to be able to give a full review of a game you i'm gonna be honest with you one thing i'm gonna have i'll and i don't know if i'll catch flack for this but you can't give a perfect score on a game you didn't roll credits on um, I kind of agree with I, that. Yeah. I will I will say that with you know with all that comes with it. And we got some people we love who gave out some top, you know, some tens and perfects and whatnot. 
I can see you saying, hey, this is a great game. Go out and pick it up. It's definitely going to be over an eight. That's I could live with that. But to give a game that you haven't completed, because, I mean, oddly enough, it could turn into a walking sim at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, and nothing wrong with walking sims, but I don't know too many walking sims that have perfect scores. Um, it, it just... Yeah, I don't know. To give a fair and honest, it's different if a developer like we had it with Chernobylite, where they ask you not to talk about the end of the game. That's different. Mm -hmm. But I still Mm -hmm. roll credits on it. I believe that if you're if you're here, here could be the caveat, Baron. If you're going to call it a completed review, you have to roll credits. But if you're calling it a review in progress, it means you're working on it, and you you will roll credits eventually. But it will your score could change. I think IGN called it a review in progress and still gave it a 10, if I'm not mistaken, one of the mm-hmm. reviews I looked at. Um, it, it, it's it's a weird situation, right? Because you got 70 hours into a game. So for, as somebody, because if I'm reading a review to buy a game, it's more or less to see if I'm buying it day one or I'm waiting until it's on sale. If I'm reading a review about a game, me personally as a consumer, not as somebody who reviews games, not as a media person, gaming, whatever, just as a consumer. I'm already leaning towards I'm getting the game mm-hmm. if I'm reading a review, like not just scrolling through scroll uh, score, but actually reading it. So in seeing that, what, um, like, I don't know, man. I would feel like, like if I was see- a, just a consumer, I would get my money's worth because the, these yeah, guys are... Yeah, hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These guys are professionals. We review games for a living, and they couldn't finish it in the time they were given. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to buy it. Not going to finish it, but I'll I buy it. More, I think I have more time with Dying Light 2 than most people got with Elden Ring. Oh, I mean, how much does it actually bother you? Let's say it takes a game, I don't know, 25 hours to complete. Whatever. Let's mm-hmm. just arbitrary number out there. Yeah, yeah. And the reviewer played 23 hours of it, didn't roll credits, and gave a full review. Now, I know we said you don't, you don't think we should, but how much would that truly bother you as a consumer who's reading a review? Because to me, you played 95% of that game. To me, you got the gist of it. You not rolling credits doesn't necessarily bother me, but that's just a personal thing. I think the only... I'm a, And I'm going to shut up because I feel like I've been <laughs> running on about this. No, um, the only reason it, this is a problem is because it's tipping the scales and it's changing things in terms of perfect score. That's my only that's my only gripe with this, the fact that you're give a perfect score. You you know, you've changed I, the the measuring tape. Like Well see, well now you can't leave, Baron, because now that goes to another thing. If if Elder Ring got an eighty, does that change your perspective on them not rolling credits? No. Only Okay, this is and this is what I said. I, I think I said it. I believe I said it a little bit earlier. This game's gonna be an eight or above based on what I've played so far. I've not rolled credits, but I'm seventy one hours in. That mm-hmm. sounds a lot better than I'm giving this a perfect score, but I haven't finished it. That I mean that it's just a it's just. But for me as a consumer, and that's the point I was trying to make. As a consumer, hearing that somebody really and thoroughly enjoyed this game, put 70-something hours in, and they continue, they want to continue playing it, and they rate it so high, I, I'm like, oh, well, it's clearly a good game. If I get 71 hours of it, I mean, you guys, y'all know me. You can go look at my, my gamer score. I put 100-plus hours in a Dark Souls 3 and haven't completed it. So mm-hmm. I, But that's me as a fan. I enjoy the game. You you know you can enjoy something and not beat it. I don't have all the trophies and all the achievements on every game I play, and I haven't rolled credits on quite a few of them. But it and that's just because I'm a hoarder and I buy games left and right like an idiot. But, I, I guess what I'm saying, Baron, for me, I, I look at it as I'm okay with ninety nine. I'm okay with with hand sanitizer being ninety nine point nine percent. Ain't got to be a hundred. I'm okay with it. Gotcha. Right, that's fair. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And I'm gonna go to a comment here, and it's right on point. Um, and Hugger, because she, she is uh, not only is the creative director level one, she is head of reviews, and this is a perfect thing I'm going to separate for her. Uh, Hustle says we have to hold studios accountable, too. Not, not really studios, the publishers. We don't hold publishers accountable 
Because the reason why journalists are beating these um are beating the games is mainly because well, I guess he means not beating the games is because of the time they are getting the games. Um, Hugger, your your yeah. thoughts on that? Because that it ha- it happens to us a lot. Yeah. But we get games two days before embargo. Yeah. Fourteen hours. I, I agree with that because we've had this conversation several times of if we don't get it at least a week before, then maybe we don't do the review or the review comes out way after. We're not rushing. We're not putting our writers in that spot. Um, Fame just had to review a game. I had to do uh, I had to do Back for Blood in four days. And then I had that game that I had to review in two days, uh, that little ugly one. With the little witch riding little witches one. Uh, witches riding, riding witches. Witches riding witches. I, it's definitely up to the... hours of bio yeah. reading. Exactly. You had so hey, little Hey, but I time. got that for the low. <laughs> Heist. Heist. <laughs> it's a sexy statue. I think it is on these publishers. If you want people to accurately review your games, and especially, like Varen said, where this is a game that's kind of set in a mark or set in a metric, and people that don't pay attention that it's a Soulsborne or going to buy it and then be pissed and probably review bomb it and be like, well, these guys don't know what they're doing. You got to let people have time to review it. You got to let people have time to play your full game. I know it's not ideal because sometimes people can't keep their mouth shut with stuff, but you got to let reviewers play this game early or any game early, more than a week, more than two weeks sometimes if it's really going to be a 71 hour game. You have to let people do that because we all have lives outside of this as well. This is true. I want to. I want to kind of railroad this whole conversation. Well, yeah, before you railroad it, before you okay. railroad, let 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 Johnny give his thoughts on it before you destroy it. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Elder Ring ninety eight. Uh, your thoughts on that and your thoughts on the controversy behind um, journalists giving it uh, a review score without rolling the credits. Well, um, as you know, I reviewed a total of one game, so I think I know what I'm talking about here. Um, when it comes to reviewing a game without rolling credits, I think it's okay. It's fine. You know why? The prime example I will always give is Skyrim, right? How many hours have you put into this game and never finished your playthrough, right? Like, you'll have, like, a, an archer character, a mage character, etc., etc., You'll never finish the main quest start to finish, but you'll still be able to tell people this is a great game. Now, if that's like an open world issue, I guess maybe it ultimately depends on the genre. So like a narrative game, maybe you have to reach to the end to give a, a score. But Skyrim obviously is not that. Elden Ring is more of a Dark Souls. I mean, it's written by George R.R. Martin. Uh, and as we know, he is terrible with time. So, I mean, I guess it's not really a mistake with uh, time being an issue here. Um, I don't know what to make of it. I think that... Uh, um, oh, that's a point as well I wanted to make. Us consumers, we never finish games either. You know, we'll always stop at like the 60-hour mark or whatever. Not 60 hours, 60% mark. But it could be both. Maybe if you be 60 hours, it could be both. But um, 60%. Um, you know, you can just put it down, move on to Cyberpunk 2077 when we're supposed to be playing Valheim. Uh, we're at like 40% there and we put it down. Oh, uh, so wow. <laughs> call them out, call them out, wow. Low, out on low. the public forums, man. Out on the public forums, <gasps> but no, uh, there's I don't think I think it's a non issue, honestly. All I'm saying is, them chicken wings hugger eating like they straight bussing. <laughs> bussing, because I mean, she, she was going, she was throwing down. I was like, she eating. I said, that baby hungry. It's usually Dallas. Yep. Look, let me railroad the conversation. Let me, let me go borderline left. And I called it. I, I don't know if I called it. Ah. On GWG, on Grown Women Gaming, shout out to them on Saturdays. Please go make sure and check them out. Our sisters over there, they are dope. Um, I said that everybody was, uh, after everybody crapped on Sifu, reviewer-wise, after reviewers crapped on Sifu, a lot of reviewers were going to absolutely praise and love Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. And both were both are dipped 
and battered like them wings in difficulty. Um, but but real talk. So how how do we live in a world where weeks apart, not even months, not years, weeks apart, you get reviews that across the board, oh, it was too difficult, couldn't get through it, da 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 da, and then you have a FromSoft game. The definition of difficulty, the or like for a lot of people, the borderline origin for their most difficult controller breaking games, and it's getting game like it's most likely going to be game of the year. How do we live yeah. in this world? I do want to go to the chat really quickly. Uh, Sleepy Goblin 2D says, I wonder what Mass Effect 3 scores would have looked like if people scored without finishing. There would have been a very score, differently scored game. Especially when it first launched. Oh, crap. Because they didn't change the ending until a couple months later. Talking about about narrative-driven story versus open world versus that. that, But still, that's a hell of a point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, when it comes to you know, as it being a Soulsborne-esque game, you know, from software, they they made, they're basically defining the genre more or less. And uh, uh, when it comes to like difficulty controller breaking games, uh, I think the hardest, you know, game out there, in my opinion, is life. I mean, there's no easy mode on oh, life, but dang it, Johnny. getting out of bed in the morning is the biggest loss yeah. in my like little run playthrough right now. Um, I'm working on stress building now. Uh, hey, I tell people life is an RPG and it's also a subscription service. Man, y'all hate subscription right. service so much. Your life is a subscription service. Think about it. Goddamn, it's a little dark. <laughs> but you know when is um when is that level one exploit gonna get patched? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh my god, I can't with this dude. Listen, no, it's no, a legitimate no, problem. We're not glazing over this. I'm not letting us just glaze over the fact that everybody was crapping on how difficult Sifu was. And now this Could game... That this is a huge title and Sifu was a big title but still small compared to a From Software game. I think I think she had a big point. I think it's it's anticipation. Um, I think it's size, scope. Um, because again, now I'm starting to see the the accessibility argument come back come back in. Um, where I didn't really see that as much in seafood. Granted, we talked a little bit about his difficulty, but there was the people clamoring about we need an easy mode. And now you're seeing that in Eldering. Now, I think a lot of people are conflating accessibility. And wanting an easy mode, because to me, when I hear accessibility, I pray to God you're not talking about give me an easy mode. That's not accessibility. Accessibility to me is you being able to play it depending on what type of um, handy capable you have, right? Um, to me, that's accessibility. You have do you have access to be able to play the game? It shouldn't be well. It's not fair. I can't play this game because I'm not good at it, right? And I, I think Elden Ring is getting an unfair hit. I've been saying a lot of that on Twitter today because it's not accessible in terms of difficulty. It's a Souls game. You want to you want to play an easy Souls game or a game that has a difficulty scalers? Go play Remnant. That's why I play it. Yeah, I'm not, not, and I don't play it on easy, but I, I, if I need to, let's. You know what I'm saying? Um, and where's Remnant too? Shout out to Gunfire Games who finally acknowledged my tweets about Remnant 2. Shout out to them. Uh, make sure y'all put us on the list for the review code when y'all finally drop because I need that in my life. Yeah. But to I, I want to go back to the chat here. Uh, I know there's a few things of, other than the floor hugger being so fine. I've seen that. It wasn't in those <laughs> words, but it was in there. I got to bring it up. Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. There was another thing in here and I, maybe I um, maybe I missed it. But shout out to y'all in the chat, man. Mr. Dosha, Yobi, Chakalaka, Goblin, uh, Wolf, who's always coming through showing support, uh, Void, uh, Voidlock Spartan, Elder Ring, Masterpiece, and Forbidden West, Buggy AF. You know what? I I see I seen a lot of people talk about the, the bugs in Forbidden West. I think it got glossed over a lot because of how good the game is. 
you can get away with certain things if the game is good. Uh, a game, a game that scored in the '70s with as many bugs I'm seeing from Horizon Forbidden West um, would get killed in the community. But uh, any any people though complaining about those bugs that praise Skyrim, I'm like Skyrim, that buggy mess. Floating daggers. Floating if the daggers, game is good, put a bucket the over their good, head, and it yeah. has a cult following. People love it. The bugs won't even matter. That's developer true. probably won't even bother going in and fix them because why you love the game. This is one of the things about voting with your pocket. But when it yeah. comes to Elden Ring, I think to kind of put a bow on it, uh, looks like we're we're not necessarily divided if you're on a panel, but we all have ver- varying opinions about it. I just think, again, I use my I'm okay with the hands on the top to be ninety nine point nine percent on on certain <laughs> things. If you if you got the gist of the game, because uh, granted, I know we talked about what are the last hours of Walking Sims. Um, is is that enough to drop a score five six points? I don't think so. In my opinion, I don't I don't, I don't Mass, think Mass it's... Effect Three. Oh, Mass Effect Three got tanked with those at that the end, literally because of the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the last the last twenty not even twenty minutes. It had to be like ten minutes at max. Yeah. Tanked the game mm-hmm. for All a lot of people. Choice. And then it was the different. I love Mass inspired. Effect. I still haven't replayed Mass Effect three yet. All these years later, I Jesus. look. I'm I'm not once again. My I let me let me clarify because I feel like I'm hating. I don't like that. Please tell me why you're always hating. Why I'm always hating. My only gripe is the perfection score. That's it. Yeah. That's my only issue. I don't. I. It's hard for me to see how you can give something a perfect nine, 9.8, 9.9. But like the best of all time, and you haven't seen the end. Like, that's fair. That's, that's my only. What know. if, what if I beat the final boss and right before I roll credits, I cut my console off? Well, then you your boss fight wouldn't credits. save. <laughs> 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 Shout out to the chat, man. Lazy Bean, Paula Baba. I don't like Souls I'm games. The game. I already got it installed. Homo is real. Yeah, Lazy Bean on. said, "You're." Yo, uh, Saba Wolf said, "I'm not the one to look at reviews or care reviews his credits. It may be because I'm so old and I and I've seen the cycle so much that I'm I'm gonna like it. I know what I'm gonna like. It's true. It's true." We used to buy home. games looking at this, like the back of the like. I'm, I come walk into a store, yeah, and yeah. Look, look oh, that looks back, good. Like, ah, that looks cool. That That's, determines. So, so I'm look. You I forgot look, man, about that. I'm, I'm being real with y'all. All right, look, I already have Elden Ring installed on my Xbox. I mm-hmm. played the closed beta. Like I'm there. So, but it just throws me off to give something perfect that you haven't seen credits for. To before we move on and steamroll on. Let's be honest, the only people that truly care about this are us that are standing here pissing in the wind talking about this. It's like, just let the person write the review at this point. Now I'm starting not to care and just be like, just write it. Just get it done. Play the game. Enjoy the game. Get her done. Get her done. Rangy4 in the chat, what's happening? Go ahead, Johnny. I was just going to say that I get to win either way because I have no intentions of playing it. So not even I care about Elden Ring. But, you know... A quick point, you know, um, (laughs) you know, uh, about Baron's point of perfect scores on games you don't finish. If uh, any studio out there, uh, because it's not just EA anymore, if any studio wants to give us a game truly that is about the Empire and destroying the Rebellion, you know, alt alt history or whatever, perfect game. I don't even need to see the. I don't even need to see the like the start screen. That's a perfect on my view. Ooh. And out of ten, game of the century. Sometimes you really grind my gears, but I love you so much that I can't stop hanging out with you. Oh, thank Hello. you. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad it's not like a Mass Effect Three situation because, um, you know, with the different color endings, <laughs> I didn't get to experience that myself. No, Baron's Don't already worry. laughing. We won't Baron have a Valheim ending. Already laughing. <laughs> Listen. Uh, <laughs> Look at him. I can't believe him. <laughs> Talk about accessibility. 
I was about to make a point about accessibility, and Baron is laughing at me. What a guy. Shame this man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I am... Um, you wouldn't tell. I mean, how could you? I'm colorblind, right? So when I think of accessibility, I think of, like, colorblind options, you know, making sure the guy that I'm supposed to be shooting at is not red when he's wearing red armor, but he's, like, you know, the most vibrant yellow you can think of. That's the kind of... There he goes. That's the kind of accessibility actions I'm thinking of. Not easy mode on a hard game. Although I still think you just, just put it in there. I mean... You're already oh. beating it on hard, so you get your oh. miss. But you know that—that's my two cents about basically everything. Listen, as as Dallas man gonna slide up in here, like he's sliding to somebody's DMs, or he's he's sliding between <laughs> thighs, like we ain't gonna oh. notice he here with the, with the crispy camera and the crispy cream cereal box and the oh. blurry background. What's going on, D? Hey man, what's good? I, I feel like y'all. I just hopped in on a conversation that we that I have a lot with other people. Um, accessible, like okay. So I'm gonna say this, and I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that, so y'all can move on to the next topic. But um, there's a difference between difficulty and accessibility, and I feel like we had this conversation already. So I'm just gonna leave it at if somebody can play with their feet and dust everybody playing with with their hands. You know what I mean? Like, does I mean sometimes you know, you know what I'm saying? Like they playing with their feet. It's crazy. Like it's some, I if somebody playing play with his mouth. Yeah, that's exactly the next thing I'm about like, to say. Holy crap! You know what I mean? Like, oh, there's a difference between difficulty and accessibility. And what you want, I don't think what you actually want is um, to make the game easier per se. Like, if you have that, if that's if that's what you meant to do with your game, fine. But accessibility is more about. Um, putting everybody on the same level and making it so that you can play what was made, not that you that what was made is easier. They, those are two very different things. Like, and I'm hoping that I'm articulating myself the right way. I'm, I'm hoping very much so. The nuance in that, but um, Ooh, look at you, nuance. Look at you using came in here with the with the smart man glasses on. Nuance. Look at you, man. It only happens with these. Um, they got there struck go. by lightning on some freaking Friday stuff, and then you know it happened. But like that's the thing. So. What you like, I said, you don't want for the game to not be what you intended for it to be. You just want for more people to be able to play the game that you intended. So, mm-hmm. I Listen. can finally play on my Guitar Hero guitar. There you go. You could. Oh, hug a back to munching. Listen, we, we're going to shift gears. Uh, Baron, I hope we still got you here. Cause I do want to move over to more of the acquisition talk between Xbox and Activision. I know for some, this is sort of beating a dead horse, but we did get some new information that will kind of make you take a double take on your thoughts about how this whole deal came into fruition. So we, everybody like that. Welcome back. I do want to swing over to you. Um, <laughs> I do want to swing over to Hugger. No, I'm not going to swing over to Hugger. I'm going to swing over to you, Baron, since you disappeared and came back. So we found out now that, uh, as we know, acquisition, acquisition, Activision had uh, all types of issues internally. There's different lawsuits going around, uh, harassment, acquisition, things of that nature. Um, and then Microsoft swooped in and, and there was a an agreement to purchase. We had all thought and, and came to believe that Activision went out seeking Microsoft. But as it turns out, Microsoft seeked out Activision three days after the allegations came out about what was happening in Activision. Baron, does this kind of give you pause on um, how this came to be and whether or not you think um, your thoughts on your how you look at Xbox approaching them so close to being after what was happening at Activision Blizzard, apparently. Um, if this is true, right? Like, if this is just facts, they saw an opportunity to get a cheap lunch and they took full advantage of it. it it's... I mean, what a better time to catch a company on a downslope is like not only are you sloping in terms of goodwill, 
because sales wise, they're making the money. Like Call of Duty is selling, people are playing Warcraft, Candy, Candy Crush. Crush. Like those things are happening. So, what a better time? Because we all know public opinion can tank a company, no matter how well they're doing. So you want to buy things, you want to make things happen, you want to grow your studios, you want to make sure nobody else is out there, none of the bigger companies, uh, uh, other bigger companies out there that aren't gaming-centered are getting in on this. So you take a swing at it. So I personally, it makes it makes sense. Um, it's, a, it's a business move. It's not the cleanest of business moves, but, but it is a business move. And I, so, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, 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 as much as I get it that you have to make the move before Amazon goes in there tries to make the move, right? Because if if Microsoft is thinking it, Apple's thinking it, Amazon's mm-hmm. thinking it, so there's an opportunity to buy them up, right? I'm just like you, you, you decided. Like, did you decide to get in bed? Like, did you get enough information in three days to make you say, okay, this is salvageable? Like, this is salvageable? Or is the money being made too big to say, you know, I don't care. Uh, I can just go in, I can just go in and clean house when I get there. That. I, I'm a thousand percent with you on that. That this is too much of a moneymaker. We have enough goodwill that in karma tokens that we could take the hit by acquiring you guys as long as we make sure a clean house and get out the big names that are attached to all the ill ill stuff that's gone down, that we can absorb this company, bring them, make them a part of us, and it won't be enough to tank us overall. But I'm going to tell you what a really bite them in the tail over all of this, is if the big names that are a part of all of this don't get fired immediately as soon as they get them on, or if there's this whole, um, well, once this is done, oh, well, they were contractually... Like, oh, once this game that was going to release in 2025 is completed, then, like, if we get a bunch of that, then it's it's going to be, you know, everyone disliked just like that. Everyone. Um, it, it's, like, not, it's not going to go well. I want to I wanna swing over to Hugger. Um, her, her being our, our one uh, female representation on the podcast, I think her, her voice here is, is very important. <laughs> And uh and need it and because I mean a lot of um, there was a bunch of allegations of, of of racism but sexism was a big part of it right so you got three days after and then and then we're also hearing about more money Bobby Kitty is getting um is it kind of what what are your thoughts about them about them closing this deal or approaching Activision so quickly after we're hearing about the uh the uh, allegations of racism and sexism inside of Activision Blizzard. I think that this was probably something that was planned months in, or if not years in advance and it, the news was just unfortunate to happen when it did. Or this is what we were talking about with um, seeing if Phil Spencer is as nice as we think he is or if it's something else. And I, So if you believe that it's just unfortunate timing, then that is is what it is but if you believe that this is phil spencer showing that he can be a ruthless businessman it is an interesting theory to dive down i don't know where it falls uh and baron i'm I'm with baron though where it's just the money moves and xbox knows they have the goodwill of people because people are already like oh yeah xbox is gonna fix that right up activision is gonna get a full uh scrub a full thing we know bobby wouldn't leave without either some intense severance or he would be on for a very long time to the end of his contract so they don't have to fire him and give him a severance bonus. So Bobby's going to be there for a while. Um, In terms of the sexism, uh, I know this stuff does not happen overnight, so it's going to be a while. That's not what people want to hear, but Aaron, I can't keep looking over at you. Well, and I know from what we're hearing, he's he's upwards over the 20 million in his, in his, buyout that's supposed to he's supposed to be gone by the end of 2023 um dallas i want to swing over to you man uh does it bring you any type of pause or your thoughts on microsoft approaching activision three days after the word got out that there was possibly a bunch of racism and sexism happening inside of the building um i mean yes and no uh side note did am i tripping or did i hear that um bobby was was resigning he he is uh he 
he will no longer be part of Activision Blizzard at the end of 2023. After the after the deal goes through, end of 2023, he's gone. From everything I'm hearing, everything I'm seeing, that's when he leaves. Okay. The funny thing about corporate entities is um, when they do something um, good, giant air quotes, when they do something good, like you can never tell because it's always whatever they do is always going to be in their best interest no matter what. Right. And so you can never tell if it was holy because of that um, or if they kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. Right. Um, And this like sometimes in this case, especially it's like, does it really does that matter? Because it, here's why I say that. I don't know. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if I've heard of too many issues similar to that within Microsoft. Um, I don't know if I've heard of too many issues like that within Xbox specifically. And um, we even have seen certain people like that. There's people that we know of who definitely would have said something if they heard something like that. Right. So um, if this is a thing, if this is a, a thing of your company culture bleeding over over into the one you acquired somehow, then it's it's a win for everybody except for the people that need to be fired anyway. Uh, a win for everybody. But Bobby, no matter what, um, it's too much money involved. He getting a golden parachute, however you look at it. Yeah. Um, and I think I I just answered my saying. I just I think I just answered my own question. Um, because if it was true altruism, you would have seen something happen to him. You know, and maybe that resignation is to is to run from that, but I doubt it. Like I think he would have gotten that golden parachute anyway. So, uh, I don't know if I answered your question because it's a yes and a no. It's cool that it happened, glad that it happened, but it's also, it's sort of a byproduct of the acquisition and they couldn't, he, he couldn't, one of the, one of two things had to happen. Either he had to resign no matter what, or they had to kick him out no matter what. So he could just be saving face. Listen, we'll move over to Johnny before we switch to our last topic. Uh, other night, Johnny, your thoughts on Microsoft, uh, particularly Xbox, and it's you know Phil Spencer approaching Activision Blizzard three days after the allegation came out uh, about the company. Well, uh, you got to strike the iron while it's hot. Um, there, like you know, I really don't have anything new to add to this. Uh, everybody pretty much, pretty you know, got everything here. You know, it, it's shrewd. You know. When is the better time to act, you know acquire a company that will be pretty pricey than when they're uh, having a bit of a shortfall here? And uh, you know, I think you know if um, if they do clean up, you know, get everybody out that needs to be removed, I think they'll come up on top. You know, instead of taking heat for such a thing, I think they'll be like, "Oh, look, ev- look, everybody, they fixed Activision Blizzard." So I don't know. I think maybe they uh, they can actually come up on top. Let's talk hypocrisy. Mm. Let's talk hypocrisy. Agreed. Because her. I've been told I've been told on multiple occasions that to support a developer, you better spend seventy dollars because that's the only way developers get paid, right? Subscription services are bad for gaming, and it's not like that. You know, PlayStation, Xbox isn't dropping off a bag to these developers giving up a bunch of money for putting them in the subscription service. Shadow Warrior 3. Now, before anybody said, who was excited for this game? A lot of people. I remember the Devolver Digital, the, 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 the Devolver Direct or whatever it was and how excited people was for Shadow Warrior 3. Don't give me that. No one was excited for Shadow Warrior 3 because the excitement was definitely there, okay? It's there, okay? It comes out next week and it will be releasing day one on PlayStation now. This is, I don't know if this is the first game, but it's definitely the biggest game that has released day and date on PlayStation now. Dallas, is this a, any indication of a turn in time to where PlayStation now focuses more on securing day and date releases? You're muted. I mean, Snips ain't here. Somebody had to do it. <laughs> so, I think this is one of those situations where it's like, it's not like, it's not an L, but it's not entirely a dub. You know what I mean? Um, if we can look at it in those terms, it's more like like a, a three or an E 
or something like like whichever whatever's in the middle of that, right? Um, because on one hand, I think it's a good sign. It clearly shows that it's possible. But on the other hand, it's not like a giant, like you didn't just boom, plop it on the table with Shadow Warrior 3. You know what I mean? Like that that really? just that's the perfect picture in the background for, for that analogy, uh, Dallas just <laughs> Yeah. I was about to like the Dallas. Black, the, I was about to let the you go. Black now. Collective, the black collective looks at you like really, really, brother. Really? I was gonna let you so go. So y'all tonight. never y'all never never mind. Um <laughs> but like the 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 metaphor still fits, right? Like even though it's a giant pause, the metaphor still fits. They didn't just do that. Um, on some, like, if you want to read into it, it's a good sign. And I understand a lot of people are, like, excited for Shadow Warrior, right? Um, I played the second one. I didn't beat it, but, like, I understand why people would be excited for it. On the other hand, it kind of feels like a, a much better Duke Nukem, so I'm not even about to, um, <laughs> I'm not even about to stunt. Um, which is why I say it's not that, like, a giant W, but once again, clearly that means it's possible. Maybe that's just to test the waters and get people excited. And I kind of see it like that. Maybe it's just a let's see what happens type situation. Um, but maybe not this game. Why is Johnny It is Johnny. Uh, no, I have my own version of that because Baron <laughs> told me to make one. I'm so, I'm I'm a little upset he didn't use that one. Honestly, oh, I don't have it. I'm I sorry. can't keep looking. Now over you do it in my chat. Distracting. Why is it angry, Johnny? I never seen Johnny make that facial expression. No, I, I'm I'm incapable. But hold on. I don't so, think it's true. I think the only thing you're incapable of is being incapable. But Baron, it's not that we're in that. Yes. Why are you flipping pictures? If you think this is a sign that we're getting more day and day? Because that's the one of the big downfalls of PlayStation now, right? It's number one. Uh, you're not getting Sony's first party day and day games, right? I mean, that's that's one of the biggest downfalls of PlayStation now, right? But not even third party. At least Microsoft, even though some of the games haven't been that great, some have been good, some have been Crossfire X, right? That's the spectrum, right? It's mm-hmm. good versus Crossfire X, which is right. bad, right? That's mm-hmm. one of the downfalls of PlayStation now is not even the third party aspects of new games that we know about are launching on a service day and day. Do you think this is maybe, and we know Sony has invested lots of money into uh, Devolver Digital. You think this is a sign of the times where we might possibly begin to get these games in there, which undoubtedly would be a more attractive offer for people to get into PS Now? Um, we, we live in a world where subscription services are like, what, what are they calling it? It's not even the console wars anymore. It's the content wars. You know, you have every TV show network has their own streaming service. Everybody's coming out with streaming services. So it's clearly the, you know, the future. This seems like a solid step um, where I I wonder if they're going to use like God of War or um, maybe the next big title to launch alongside whatever project spartacus is like hey spend this much amount a month and you can get this day one like maybe this is just to test the water and see if they get more subscriptions let's see if they get you know maybe they they're just easing into it uh trying you to know, have faith I, I don't know you know what i think would get them more subscriptions maybe some good marketing maybe a yeah, little they don't market because, because the market is trash. because the yeah. issue there is like the PlayStation Now library is not unattractive. There's oh, good games fire. there. Yeah, it's got like all the top um JRPGs. It's got Ark of the Lad series. It's got Wild. It's got some dope stuff. But no one knows it. Why nope. does not know? Why does nobody know about it? Everybody know Horizon dropped. Everybody know God of War is coming up. Everybody now, if you let everybody know, one of those things is gonna be in that on that service. Let me ask you this though, Dad. You, th- you think you think it it be partially due because it'll piss off the fan base? Because let's keep it a buck. Sony's fan base is very particular on what they want to see. Now, remember uh, when we heard about them uh, doing more, uh, talk about, it was a couple of weeks ago, about doing more gas games, more multiplayer games. The fan base was up in arms. No, this is not what we want. We want third-person, cinematic, single-player adventure games, right? 
what are you doing talking about gas? We're doing talking about multiplayer. You think if all of a sudden we start seeing a bunch of PlayStation Now commercials and less Horizon Zero Dawn commercials that you, you're going to piss off the fan base? No. You know what I think will happen? I think it'll be, we got our game pass now and our games are better than yours. That We'll, we'll get library comparisons. Um, because we completely forget that we said that it was a it's a trash service and that nobody is don't support devs and the downside for the company. We forget that we even cared about that once we got one ourselves. Mm-hmm. Straight up. So, nah, I think it's it, nobody's going to um no no fan PlayStation fans are going to riot. Like nobody's going to be out in the Twitter streets with like little emoji picket signs mad because they got more emoji games to play. I, I, you know, you know, not necessarily because they got more games to play. It's because the thing that they argued against the most is gone, and it takes away. It it makes them feel because at some point inside, you gotta feel a little stupid by saying I hate subscription services. Subscription services are bad. It's bad for gaming. And then when PlayStation announces, hey, you know, we're doing this on PS now. How can you, in turn, say I love it? Like, I because nobody it, ever it, said that. When that when that time comes, nobody ever said that. That's Selective amnesia. None of us keep receipts. <laughs> you know what kills me about it, oh right? God. Is to be a thousand percent real, PlayStation now should be killing Game Pass. It uh, should. The, the nostalgia factor, mm-hmm. the amount of solid games. Wasn't like, it out first? Only- uh it I was it was surprised it was streaming only when it first when it was yeah. first announced it was streaming yeah. only but it came out you, first oh yeah because you was that the one where you had to buy the little external thing was that or am i tripping you, you could do it on there yeah 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 nope. yeah you um, could but you yeah. could do it straight from the console yeah there you go and honestly the nostalgia if they really just ran through and ran an ad with all the classic because it goes back i believe ps1 all the way through um even if they just hit like the ps2 era and just threw out like play now da 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 and just ran a quick ad and threw the the big names up there you would get a lot of people who would jump on just for the nostalgia factor the casual um, the casual Xbox fan knows what game pass is but the casual PlayStation fan I'm sure has it. no idea what the hell PS now is i, I, have I will theory. agree with that and i don't know if it's true correct me if i'm wrong um, and I could be easily corrected if you are a PlayStation Now subscriber. Um, so if I compare, if I compare a different PlayStation service to a different Xbox service, both fairly comparable, right? I look at um, two of them that I use fairly frequently: PlayStation Remote Play, and the Remote Play feature on the console companion for Xbox. The first issue there for me is the fact that. One of them is only remote play, and one of them is an entire console companion with remote play as a feature. Maybe you should look at that. The second one is the remote play service in and of itself is a lot more stable on one side than the other. Um, The third issue there is, and I'll just stop here because there's a few, um, is the fact that the share feature um, is way, it's actually on one of those. And on the other, like, it's, it's, how do I put it? It's a lot less, um, dang, I had the TI vocabulary a minute ago and it just left <laughs> my brain. But yeah, it's, it's, it's less, it's, it's, a, it's overall worse on PlayStation than it is on Xbox. And that's like one of my only real gripes about PlayStation, like right now, right? Um, Maybe they just don't have as good a service. Maybe they're not as confident in that service to market it the way that it, sh- it would deserve to be. So you think but, it's like a placeholder? Probably. Like like just they, like having your digital real estate. Like let's have it somewhat established so when we're ready to go all in with it, it's you know we have something to build off of. Yeah, well, we're here. Spartacus is supposed to be. Spartacus is supposed to be a thing. If you're not going to promote PS now, whatever you whatever Spartacus turns out to be, not promoting it, not pushing it like you push Horizon Zero Dawn would be a mistake. Yep. Because that's you hit them, that's their issue. They're they're not talking and, and maybe the talk of PS now is is all but dead because they don't 
it, it it's changing soon, right? Um, what's up, doggo? I'm gonna switch over to you, hug. I know you haven't had a chance to talk about this. Uh, Shadow Warrior puppy, puppy, Three, puppy, you think, puppy, puppy, puppy. and and the day and date in PlayStation, uh, PlayStation Now, is this is this um uh, something we should you hope we expect going forward for the service? I, I, are you even subscribed to PS Now? I'm not sure if you're subscribed to PS Now. Or not. No, like most people know, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. It, it, right it is a case of marketing if they just do what xbox did uh, remember it was like two or three e e3s in a row xbox game pass commercials every 15 minutes if playstation does us that and actually backs up their service doesn't pull like when epic uh put their launcher out where you, you had to buy one thing at a time you couldn't put carts and now they have carts in if they launch with a service that is equal to game pass and is what people want like PC players don't want to be streaming from PlayStation's hardware. Let me do a Game Pass download it on my PC. I think they're going to have a, a successful service. And Shadow Warrior, it's a great game. If you guys haven't played the Shadow Warrior games, and I'm not just talking about the 90s ones, great games. They're funny. If you liked uh, any game with some humor, it's, it's exciting for a lot of people because a lot of people, like Fame said, and like he keeps receipts, were hyped after we saw it at the Devolver Direct. This man got receipts on receipts on receipts for everybody. <laughs> I know this and a perfect game waiting. for Devolver too. Hmm? As a side note, it's a, a perfect game for Devolver to be publishing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, as far as they, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, one day, um, now, Banner never let me unleash the receipts because it's going to turn me back to the old me and no one <laughs> wants that. Johnny Man, you get the last word. Take it away, brother. Well, um, Shadow Warrior, man, what a franchise. Um, I, I, I love snarky main antagonists who carry swords and, you know, have all these fun adventures. Uh, I, I've, I've never played it. I own <laughs> one of them. I don't even know which one it is. It was part of a bundle. Don't don't worry. I'm not actually a fan. Um, Johnny, when it comes to all this PS Now stuff, um, I, I'm hopeful. Okay, I, honestly, you know, Sony they can do whatever they want, and because um, uh, we did of course get uh, Forbidden West, and because of the peach fuzz and how superior that is to basically anything Xbox has ever done, uh, they're they're content for the next year. So. You know, if something bad were to happen with PS Now, uh, I mean, of course it won't because we love PlayStation, but if something were to go wrong, I don't think they'd really receive any pushback right now. Sony received pushback? They're the apple of the gaming industry. They really are. And, and I don't and I don't say that to, to sound snarky, but it's, it's true. They could almost do no wrong. Like Nintendo in a lot of ways. Everybody knows. Nintendo almost doesn't count. Stupid. Somebody, uh, somebody, go inside the uh, the Discord uh, general chat and tell Mini Yeti that uh, I'm sorry for not streaming Skull, Uh, but it's gonna happen now that I'm done with Martha's Dead. I can finally play Skull, stream Skull, and I can play Lost Ark with you guys because I feel left out because I feel like y'all finally playing a game that actually is doing something, and it's not um, rubbing their feet together to create a fire in Valheim. Um, that I actually want to play. I feel love. Yeah. Wait, so Martha? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Yeah, Mar oh, yeah, Martha did it. Martha did a sale, bro. Like, As a toenail, damn. She, 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 she did it. She, she did it. She did a sale. Uh, but listen, we ran a little bit over time, so we're gonna do a little bit different today. Of course, if you guys are in the chat, give us your suggestions. I will read them out. Panel, we only get one today. Video game, anime, and or movie. Baron J67, what's your suggestion for today? Go play the Lost Art. Okay, quick and to the point. This man don't waste no time. He in and out. Boom. Unsatisfactory. Uh Johnny Man, your, your suggestion for this week. You know, this is a bit of an older one. Uh I, I haven't even played it myself in quite a long time, but I'm gonna recommend it to you guys if you have it. Modern Warfare 2. Because as we know, um, the new Modern Warfare 2 is going to be coming out, and you're going to be seeing a lot of stuff about that upcoming. And uh, so play the original. That way you know when the new one is like a dumpster fire, you'll see that, you know, the original was better. 
Wolf, Ranking of Kings. Yes, I heard nothing but dope stuff about that anime. Like, I, I need to check that out. Uh, Dallas Man, your suggestion, brother. Man, um, first of all, the Peach Fuzz. I just got to say to get this out. That Peach Fuzz, that is like this generation's version of when last gen, they did the thing where the sunlight goes through cartilage and it, it, like you can see that's mm-hmm. that is um secondly i'm getting a new like deeper appreciation um for not really beating my head up against the wall and not really difficulty but like the the satisfying feeling of, of getting it like when a game clicks or when a boss um how to beat that boss clicks um and i'm talking about seafood right now go play seafood um it's we like, watched you get your ass whooped the other day man Boy, look i'm gonna do part two though whooped. i'm gonna do part two because this is like this is a great ass whooping simulator and i've been looking for one um yeah i, I definitely gotta do a part two to that stream because it's gonna be great uh yobi dragonheart yobi tv in the chat says uh katana zero xbox one independent uh somebody classic uh, 2D, it's a 2D sky side scroller remnants of the OG days from SNES. Classic game, branching storylines here and there. Chocolaca mm-hmm. musical, Serrano. Uh, and there you go, thank you. And Foo Fighters Horror Movie Studio 66 out in theaters this Friday. Uh, fam, you have badass dude, Karen, a sick ass fool. <laughs> sick ass fool, how you got Karen? Hey, man, listen, you know, I'm about to check that out. I'm about to check that out. A uh, hugger. Yeah. You, you uh, got the last word. I'm gonna say because I'm gonna rewatch it from with somebody from my uh, RP server. Go well, start with start. Oh sh- Start watching Inuyasha with me. Let's rewatch that old classic. What do okay. you got for us, fame? Listen, um, go check out Ozark. Um, I'm getting ready to wrap up the first part of the last season because. They just announced the second part is coming up, and it's not Breaking Bad, but damn it, it's up there. It's up yeah. there. Definitely worth checking out. Listen, you guys have been awesome rocking with us. Uh, Wolf, Dragonheart, Chakalaka, uh, Hustle. Oh, I, I can't scroll up so I can get names. Rain G4, Bernard Miller was in the building, Sleepy Goblin 2D. Everybody else, man, if I missed you, I apologize. Um, Lazy Bean, I remember, I remember seeing the name. Mr. Dosha was up in here. You guys are freaking amazing. Listen, we do content uh, six days six days a week. Uh, tomorrow, 9 a.m., my review for Martha is Dead will be up. Uh, I will likely have the video up at the same time. If I don't record tonight, it'll be recorded in the morning, but the written review is ready to go, so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, tomorrow is take two happy or happy hour. hour. Happy Hour is tomorrow. The return of Happy Hour is tomorrow. Friday, Peep Game. Sunday, Starcross Gamers. Monday, 15 Minutes of Fame. Tuesday, Cogs and a Machine. And next Wednesday, level 192 of WXP Podcast. Eight away from 200. We'll be bringing back some of the OGs to the panel to see where everyone's been up to. It's going to be a hell of a time. Listen, with all that said, congratulations. You guys are leveled up to 191. This was WXP Podcast. You got your gaming news from LV1Gaming.com. You guys have a great one. And we're out. Onions. Onions. <laughs>